We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's July 20th, it is 2023. We have seven games to talk about here on today's podcast. We got some day baseball, main slate on the day slate. Um, you know I love me some day baseball with a bigger seven-game slate. Got to call in the big dog here. Got my buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice of Six. Chief, we got some day baseball, my friend. Yes, we do. And, I mean, I actually like this, Stevie, because what I what I actually may do tomorrow is just roll the day baseball and just keep my evening, right? Just once, once this last game of day baseball is over at uh, – uh, 3.40 p.m. Eastern my time, or it'll end probably around, you know, 6 o'clock Eastern, a little after 6. That my, my day should be over. Like, I, I, I might just detach and, and enjoy my evening. So I like this slate. I, I think it's got some opportunity for us. And uh, once again, just just the the family ability to be able to hang out with the family. That That's really what I love about this slate, even more than the DFS portion. 
Oh, there's no chance I'm playing that three game slate. Um, <laughs> have you looked at it? Yeah. Houston, Oakland, um, Stephen Matz, but yeah, listen, um, we're not, I'm not touching that. I love the idea of um, hanging out with the kids. So, and I, I don't even know how much of that Minnesota Seattle game I'll watch. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be really good pitching. If if I like watching really good pitching, but um, pretty should be potentially really low scoring. So, uh, fun little slate, seven games, a lot to talk about, a lot to have fun with here. Uh, what's up, YouTube? Hope everyone is having a fantastic Wednesday night. I see Yeezy, Brent, Todd, Richie. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Appreciate it. Boys are back in town. That's right. If you guys haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Turn on notifications. That way you can come hang out with us live. We have fun. Um, last night, oh, I bet you enjoyed last night. Man, I was tilted. Um, yeah, ready to have some fun. I'm having a good Wednesday slate. Uh, I mean, a lot how of, many runs were scored last night in total between all those games? It was, dude, whoo. Whoo. man, I can't tell you how tilted I was on the podcast yesterday. I I was on one. Um, and you've been you've done a lot of podcasts with me. I was on one last night. Um, <laughs> it wasn't fun, but yeah, Wednesday night much better. Um, Eduardo pitched really well, had that one kind of bad inning, but still, um, over 20 fantasy points, uh, was on a little bit of some of the giants. Um, I have a really good Cubs team going, so, uh, we'll see how that kind of ends up. It it's Cubs, Luis Castillo, Rodriguez, and, um, we'll see, but yeah, um, Brian Wu, Wu did it to me last night. He had me in a awful mood. I was in a mood. Listen, don't even get me started about that clown. Wu cost me cost me the sweep yesterday. Just I mean, just really screwed up the pick of streets for me. Like I I okay, see? I'm done. Hey, don't even get me started. <laughs> I'm in a good mood tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a good mood. All right. Uh seven games. Let's have some fun. We're gonna yes. get started here in Atlanta. Will's Braves going up against Diamondbacks. Nine total with Zach Gallen and Spencer Strider on the mound. Um, Braves a 185 favorite. Let's talk uh, Zach Gallen. Fantastic pitcher. Um, these are two of the better pitchers in baseball. Facing two of the top three offenses. Any interest in Gallen? Stevie, I mean, uh, this is one of those you know, force meets unmovable object type deals to me. It's like, who prevails in this spot? Gallon does have a nice, I don't want to call it super discount. He's 9,400 compared to Strider, who's 12.6 in the same spot. I, I think if I, I don't, I don't know if I get the Gallon in three entry max for what it's worth. I do think I get to him in, Mass multi-entry. Anything 20 and up, I think I think he goes in the pool. I just this team's been good. Gallon's been good. Um they could both neutralize each other. I totally get it. Um but I don't think I get to Gallon until like I'm I'm really getting into mass multi-entry. I don't think he makes my three entry max list today. So here's the thing. These two pitchers have massive ceilings. We know that. Uh, both of these guys are capable of big games. This is the best pitching slate we've had this week. Um, there are eight to ten guys you can play a pitcher. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And we got some in really good spots. Yeah, it's absolutely loaded when it comes to pitching today. So, 
I don't think you necessarily have to play either one of these guys. No. I necessarily wouldn't talk you off of playing either one of these guys. No. Uh, you know, people, me included, um, will say that Atlanta is the best offense in baseball. The lineup just doesn't have cracks. Um, Zach Gallon is really good. He could go out and he could have a really good game. He's the type of pitcher that you attack the Braves with. He has a big strikeout rate. He can get lefties and righties out. Um, I wouldn't talk it off of it. Going to the other side, Spencer Strider, he's the best strikeout pitcher in baseball. Um, 39% K rate this season. His whiff rate is 37%. Swinging strike rate is 19 and a half. He leads almost every statistic when it comes to swinging strikes and misses. He is the best strikeout pitcher in baseball. Um, this is a good Arizona team. Spencer Strider is worth, worth the price of admission almost every time out. He has over nine strikeouts in five straight games. Um, fade him at your own risk is what we usually say. But you also just have to remember, like, this is a top five offense. Um, he's expensive. Maybe he's lower owned because he's facing a good offense. But, I mean, either way, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, don't don't play Spencer Strider. That's that's not what you want to think uh, mindset-wise. There's a lot of good pitching. He might be lower owned today. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. Um I don't know, Stevie. I'm 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 almost interested in taking the fade at twelve six. Uh, listen, um, I'm not talking you off of that either. Like <laughs> we we have so many good pitching options today. Like it's the exact opposite of the last three days that we've talked pitching. Yeah, I I feel like teams like and once again Arizona does score runs. Washington not as much. Cleveland not as much, but they've still been like great equalizers to to pitchers. And once again, do I still think Spencer Strider picks up seven strikeouts in this spot? Probably eight strikeouts in this prop in this uh, in this matchup. Probably, I feel like this spot is more like the White Sox game on July fifteenth than it is any of the others. Like he might still get the strikeouts, but I do think he's going to give up some runs. Like Arizona is a good team, and so and, and as much as it pains me to say this, Stevie. I'm probably going to be in this camp all alone and not understand that. I think I'm going to completely fade Strider, and I'm going to deal with it. And if he just goes nuclear, I deal with it. But I think at 12-6 on this slate, I'm willing to take the fade. Um, yeah, I, I hear you. Like, again, it, it is a seven-game slate, and there are legitly like eight to ten pitchers oh, you legit. can play. Out of 14 pitchers, you could probably play eight to ten. And it's the guys. it's the spots, Steve. It's not oh. like like they're all in most of these top guys and mid they're in great spots. That's that's yeah. why it's like I, I feel comfortable taking the fade at 12 6. It's the price. If he was 10k, I wouldn't be saying that. What okay, like realistically, what other pitcher can put up 45 plus points on the slate, though? None. Nobody. I mean, they can, but yeah, his his ceiling is still massive, and Todd wants to know what you think his um pick him pick him play will projection will come out at eight and a half or nine and a half. Honestly, I, I think he hits the board at eight. Like Arizona's been tough. I, I don't, <laughs> Arizona's been tough. I I think he hits the board at eight. Eight, eight would be very very tempting. Um, eight, eight and a half might be eight and a half wouldn't be as tempting, but eight. 
eight, 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 and like, oh, what's the difference between eight and eight and a half? Eight, eight strikeouts, I get a push. Eight and a half, I don't get a push with eight. Uh, yeah, it matters. All right, yeah. bats in this game. Anything jumping off to you here with Arizona? No, that's the. Th- it's like I don't want to play Arizona either, and I really don't want to play Atlanta, despite how good both of these teams are. I just. I feel like both sides of this game, and, I, and, I, and this feels like the most tricky game on the slate to me. I feel like both sides of this game are just going to kind of cancel each other out. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually have a lot of interest in the Atlanta stack today. Um, more of just they are the most talented offense in baseball, and they're going to be really low owned today. So I think that is why. You could take some shots here on Atlanta. They're expensive. They're a stack or nothing. We have pitching. Like, there is a guy at 5,500. I'll say it, Lorenzen. I'm going to talk about him. Um, I like him a lot today. So there's plenty of cheap options to pair with Atlanta. And you're going to get the top offense in baseball at really low ownership on a seven-game slate because they're facing a tough pitcher. So um, will it work out? Who knows? I mean, they just – they they pooped the bed on Wednesday night against a bad pitcher. Um, so you know anything's possible for the not to work out. But um, I like Atlanta a lot today. They're facing a like I said, they're facing a tough matchup, and I just like it. I like the ownership, potential ownership is what I'm targeting here. Yeah. All right, Giants and Reds nine and a half total in this one. Giants a one twenty five favorite. We got Cobb and Abbott <laughs> facing off against each other. Alex Cobb, 7,400 going up against Cincinnati. Any interest here in Cobb? Yeah, I think it's, I think the price is good. I think it's slightly appropriate. Maybe it should have been about 8K, but at 7,400, I'll take the discount, Stevie. I think he's got enough of a leash uh, to get through the innings. I know it's in the great American small, small part, but Alex Cobb is typically a guy that's, going to keep the ball on the ground a bit. And uh, as long as Babbitt is in his favor, he will pick up a few strikeouts. You know, if Alex, and he does have the ability to get 20 to 20 plus fantasy points. If he finished at 20 flat, yes, tomorrow, excuse me, I'd be perfectly fine with accepting that, Stevie. So at, at 7,400, I think it's a great price for him. Um, this will allow you to get, you know, a big offense if you, if you decide to go that route. Alex Cobb is my favorite fade today. Oh man, you think it's the ownership? I hate this guy on the road. He benefits so much from pitching in that ballpark. He's going like he this is a drastic ballpark shift. And oh yeah, for sure. I, I talk about it all the time. I hate home road splits for pitching. This guy has Miami type drastic like home road splits. Yeah. Um like Miami pitchers are the one exception. I will say that. Yeah, like he's given up seven home runs this year, and six of them have been on the road. He's given up 25 earned runs and or 25 earned runs on the road, six at home. His splits are massively drastic when it comes to home road. Um, ERA, XERA, all of that stuff, way higher on the road. This is a very talented young team. Is there strikeouts here? Yes. Alex Cobb has a 22% strikeout rate. This isn't a guy that goes out and blows the ball by everybody. Um, he benefits from certain matchups. He's very good against righties. De La Cruz lefty. Freed lefty. Fraley lefty. Votto lefty. Benson lefty. He's going to face two or three righties in this lineup. 
I think he's an excellent fade today. He's 7,400. I agree with everything Will just said. He is so cheap that he frees up the rest of your lineup to build a Strider, really good type of stack. Strider, like Cobb, good pitcher, top end stack. I don't like it. I think one, I think the ownership is going to be a little too high for Cobb. And I just, I'm betting on the talent for this team and his splits uh, more than anything else here. So yeah, my favorite fade on the slate is Alex Cobb today. Uh, Andrew Abbott, other side of this game. I'm a fan of Abbott, man. I, I think this, this guy is really talented. The giants still kind of stink against left-handed pitching. They're going to throw a lot of, right-handed hitters at him today this is like the direct opposite i think abbott is a fantastic tournament pitcher today yeah especially since it seems like uh in a matchup with milwaukee his strikeouts kind of fell off the map uh i you know he's probably going to be a recency bias i think is going to affect his ownership at 8800 uh but i'm going to trust that the strikeouts are still there I'm going to trust the fact that they haven't seen him yet. And I I do think that's a plus for him being a young guy. Like when they haven't seen some of these young pitchers, Stevie, like Taj Bradley, like Abbott, like Strider, when he first came into, like the true aces. um, uh, What's the guy out in Miami? Like when they haven't seen some of these young pitchers in person, even though they kind of watch some tape, I think it hits a little different. And so, you know, Milwaukee's been able to see him, I think three times already, at least twice. At least twice, I feel like it's, it's probably just twice. But um, with that being said, I'm in on Abbott at 8,800. And uh, he'll have to burn me one more time before I hop off the train. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that's going to throw a lot of righties at him. Okay. His strikeout rate over the last month against righties is 34%. Like, he has he has the stuff. Um, Bats for the Giants will... I love the platoon guys for the Giants. Wilmer Flores, these guys, Slater, they're great. My issue here, you have to consider the pinch hit risk. Cincinnati has one lefty in the bullpen. They're going to bring in righties. They're going to pinch hit for these guys. Um, I think this is just one of those times where it's like, man, um, I think I'm going to play some Abbott on my three-entry max, and I'm going to fade the Giants. Yeah, I'm not playing the Giants today at all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good with, with not playing them. So, I'm with you. Yeah, it's just I, the pinch hit risk with all the righties in the bullpen, and as fast as the Giants pull the pinch hit risk card, like pinch hit card, like it's really hard for me to be like, hey, I'm going to play a lot of this guy today. Austin Slater batting leadoff, a righty comes in and Jock Peterson right off the bench. He's hitting for this guy. Uh, it just. Maybe they play the whole game, um, but yeah, I'm always I'm really worried about the pinch hit risk today yeah, um, when yeah. it comes to the Giants. Yep, I get it 100. percent Um, Cincinnati, one of my favorite stacks. Um, yep. again, like I talked about the Atlanta side of just kind of getting a talented offense. This is a spot where Alex Cobb's going to get some ownership today. He's a good pitcher. He generates a lot of ground balls. Um, I don't care. I think that. I'm just going to play the talent on the Reds team here. They have a lot of lefties. He struggles a little bit more with lefties. Um, I, again, I like the Cincinnati stack today. Yeah, and, you know, even though I like Cobb at 7,400, Cobb isn't a guy I'm afraid to attack. I think I definitely think the Cincinnati stack has upside in this spot. So I'm 
I'm more than willing to uh, to, uh, to to play this stack. Just just stack it up because if Cobb gets hit today, you got to think Cincinnati is going to tee off and score a fair amount of runs. So uh, love this stat, love Cobb, but I don't mind hedging the stack with him. All right, we're moving on. We got Philadelphia at – or Milwaukee at Philadelphia. Um, nine total in this game. The Phillies, a 125 favorite. Burns and Tajon Walker facing off against each other. Um, Corbin Burns, we have talked about him a lot recently. You and I um, were on him last time out. I mean, Philly looks lost at the plate. Did you see the, oh the clip of Bryce Harper with the bat just not even leaving his shoulder? Like, Ooh. he just – his effort level seemed down. Corbin Burns has been pitching really good here recently. Um, any interest in Burns at 8,500? So, Stevie, this is something we talked about, I think, on the previous slate. Yep. But I think it ranged the, – the last time he pitched, I think we were on the show. I think it ranged true, ranged true again. I think he's just a little bit too cheap again. And so at 8,500, but, and, but this time he's coming off of a massive performance. I think the ownership is going to be pretty high on this seven game slate for him. And I totally get it because this should be a spot he can go out and dominate again. So I, I'm in on Corbin Burns against Philly. Really quick, just I wanted to touch on a YouTube chat quite, like thought. Um, Aaron said San Francisco guys played whole game and lost by one run tonight. A right-handed pitcher started, and I'm pretty sure I'm looking it up really quick, but I'm pretty sure they didn't bring the lefty out of the bullpen at all in that game. Let's see. Yeah, so they all their pitchers that came out of the bullpen tonight were right-handed. So Ashcraft, all the guys that the Giants faced tonight were right-handed. So this is a different scenario. We're going to have a left-handed pitcher starting with right-handed guys coming out of the bullpen. Um, so that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Burns coming off of a monster game, like you said. Um, this might be the last time we see Burns under 9K. Um, I think we see it's a price. It's got to be, right? Yeah. We're going to see a price adjustment. Um, but, yeah, I think he's too cheap again. I think with all the pitching, maybe he doesn't get as much ownership, but it's tough to say. Um, I think Burns is in a fantastic spot. Tajon Walker on the other side of this game, he's been pitching good. I wouldn't, I mean, not great, not not. I mean, good. He's been pitching good. Um, any interest in Tajon Walker against Milwaukee? Uh, I I don't hate it. Like he had he had a rough start, so he's another guy in the seven K race, dude. Which is kind of what we've talked about. Pitching is really okay today. Like he had a rough start in a sense, against San Diego. But prior to that, even against a couple good offenses in Tampa Bay and the Mets, if you want to call them good with the name value, he had been pitching fine. I think at 7,300, I'm in against Milwaukee. I, I know they've struggled more against lefties than righties, but overall this season, he's been really good. The leash is there. He's between 90 and 100 pitches most games. I'm in. Yeah, I think he's playable. Um, my – okay, my – I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate way too much already. Like we're in like the third game. My only concern when it comes to Tajon Walker is his advanced stats are not great. Um, he's been getting really lucky. He, his home run to five ball ratio is really down. His ground ball rate is really up. His advanced stats and his Babbitt are all very concerning. Um, is Milwaukee the team to punish him? Tough to say. Um, tough to say, but 
I don't mind Walker. I don't know if I get to him in a three entry max today. Just I, I love a lot of pitching today. And he's not that guy like I love this guy. Um I, I just I don't know if I get to him on a three entry max build today. Milwaukee Bats. Um I, I have a lot of interest in guys like Awilia Adamas. I think he's really interesting for tournaments here. Uh Jones, if he cracks the lineup, um Contreras, I don't love Yelich in this spot. But I will say, like, Tajon Walker has been giving up a lot more fly balls to lefties instead of generating ground balls. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Brewers? Uh, I mean, I, I don't mind one-offs. Like, you know, if you're talking about Yelich at 5K, like, this should be a good spot for him to possibly rattle off a home run. Um, man, this is a spot where I really, really, really wish we had rallied to less. Like, th- this would have been a to less spot all day for me, but – He's just not available. Uh, mainly for me, though, Stevie. I, I don't want to stack Milwaukee, but I don't. I don't hate the the one offs, and, and I do think uh, Yelich is probably about as close to a good of a one off as we're going to see today from this team. Jemiah Jones, if you need some value, um, I mentioned him. He's twenty one hundred, and you could play him at second base or outfield. Uh, any interest in the Philly bats against Burns? No. <laughs> I think it, so. I think if you're playing them, you're just kind of hoping Burns is off today, and you're just stacking them and hoping for a lot of run production. Um, I'm with Will. I don't have a ton of interest, but if I were going to play Philly, it'd be one of those. Hey, Burns is struggling. I'm just going to stack against him. Um, it's a seven game slate. There's a lot of good pitching today, so like hitting is iffy at best. Um, so I completely understand why you'd be like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm going to stack against him today. Um, just hope that he's not pitching well. All right. We roll along here. San Diego at Toronto nine total in this game. The Padres are one twenty favorite Snell and Bassett facing off against each other. Uh, Blake Snell nine K has been one of the best pitchers over the last month, month and a half. Uh, any interest in him going up against Toronto? Uh. we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Steve, I think to me, this might be my favorite tournament play. Because I I don't know I don't know if people are going to get to Snell today. He's been pitching so good that yeah. I don't see how people fade him today. I, I know he's nine K, but so, so here's here's my, here's my argument. You got Pablo Lopez against Seattle. You got Kirby against Minnesota. Who while Kirby isn't like a crazy strikeout guy, it's Minnesota. 
I mean, as you can see, like Luis Castillo hasn't had more than three or four strikeouts in, I don't know, five games. He's got nine strikeouts in four innings today. Uh, you've got um, Burns, who's been pitching well. I just and, – and I could be wrong. I think uh, – but I, I think Snell might be – I, I want to see where the ownership is. Let me say that. Let's. Let, I'll wait and see where the ownership is. I feel like he might he might come in a little bit lower than some of these other guys. And, and he's facing a, a, a name value offense in Toronto. I, I really like Snell at 9K. I think he's a great play today. Oh, yeah. I like him too. Um, what's crazy – in like your head, you're like, oh man, they have so many good righties in this lineup. That's not wrong, but like Springer's ISO is 95. Vlad's ISO against left-handed pitching this season is 40. <laughs> 40. Yeah. 40. Um, I just yeah, I mean, I think this is a fantastic spot for Blake Snell. Um matchup i hope the matchup scares some people off but man he has been on rails lately he's blake snell he can get blown up but we're seeing like tampa bay blake snell um we're seeing like dominant healthy in his groove blake snell and i wonder i was reading a thing the other day um and i was i was just it made me think like is he benefiting from not being able to overthink being on the hill and like this pitch clock has actually helped him and he's just pitching fast and not overthinking it and just dominating um who knows but um i think it potentially is a thing but no way you could actually prove that love blake snell today i'm with you uh bassett on the other side of this game i'm not a chris bassett fan um, I will say that there's not a ton of lefties in this lineup. I could see him pitching somewhat decent in this spot. Um, do you have any interest in Bassett? Uh, nah. We got to play bats somewhere. <laughs> I mean, we got to play a hitter or two somewhere. And I just, I got to be honest, like Bassett isn't the guy that I feel like is going to go out and dominate anybody. So I'm yeah. looking at, I'm looking at some of this Padres bats today. I do like the Padres. I do like the Padres. Um, you want to go ahead and talk about the Padres? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think so for me, I feel like spinning up on the Padres in this spot should be good for us. And, and the reason why I'm saying this, Stevie, I just don't know how popular they will be because, you know, as we get closer to the um, uh, to the end of this slate, I think people are still going to end up playing – a little bit of Arizona, a little bit of Atlanta, probably a lot of Cincinnati. Um, they, they may even play um, a fair amount of guys in this Kansas City-Detroit game, like just because of the situation. And so for me, I'm looking for opportunities to attack. Uh, it's, it, really what I'm saying is Bassett still, I think, has some name value, but – and so it might bring the ownership down on San Diego on this slate. So as a result, I want Soto. I want Tatis. You know, I I, I want to play Xander. And they're expensive. And I'm going to have to figure out how to maneuver with them, which is which is why I may end up with some Cobb, so forth and so on. But, you know, I, I and, and some Taiwan Walker. Um, but that's kind of where I am. I really want to stack up this Padres offense. I do feel like. Um, Juan Soto is just going to be in a spot where 
he's going to have so many opportunities for fantasy points. And I'm not saying he's going to hit a home run, but I think guys are going to be on base. He walks a lot. Like, I, I like walks because it helps turn the lineup over, and then he'll get more chances. They're on the road, so that fifth at bat's looking really good, I think, today. Soto is one of my favorite plays on the day. Boy, it's worth uh, Toronto bats against Snell. I'm not thrilled about it. I, I will say. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, if I was going to play anyone, it's going to be a one-off. Maybe Springer, but like I'm not, I'm not actively targeting Blake Snell right now. Like he, he's really been good. Oh yeah, he's been great. Um, I think if I'm playing anybody, it'd be Bichette. He's the guy that has consistently been good against lefties this year. I also think Chapman is very playable if you want to take some tournament shots as like leverage plays, but yeah, not a, not a ton of interest in Toronto. Snell has been, he's been, he's been really good. All right. White Sox and Mets nine and a half total in this game. Kopech and Quintana facing off against each other. Um, Jose Quintana minus one forty two favorite reinstated from the 60-day DL um, he, or IL. Um, he did get um, some rehab starts. His recent rehab start, he threw 78 pitches um, for what it's worth. Any interest in Kopech here? Can I do it, Stevie? I don't think I can. I think I've got my 7K guys. He didn't quite make the list for me, so I'm, I'm going to pass. I am not playing Kopech today. There's so many good pitching options today that I, I mean, he's he's a guy that's capable of big games. He has been awful lately. Um, he didn't get out of the first inning against Atlanta last time out. They absolutely did something to him. Yeah. Um, no, no interest for me in Kopech. Um, no interest for me in Jose Quintana either. Um, I know the White Sox have struggled this year, but no chance on playing Jose Quintana. No. Not at all. Like, no. <laughs> Not even against the White Sox, Stevie. Nope. Um, yeah. Any interest in the White Sox bats? Yes. So, I haven't played a whole lot of White Sox, and this is kind of one of those spots where I was talking about, like, this Quintana coming off the IL is, I feel like, a, a great spot for us. Like, Grandal's 2,800. You've got um, Tim Anderson, Stevie, 3,900. Like, this offense, in my opinion, is way too cheap. I know they've been bad, but I've only got to play up for Robert. That's it. Anybody else I can get to. And so you're telling me I can get premier pitching today. Like, I can get Pablo Lopez. I can get um, um, uh, Blake Snell. I can get Abbott. I can get Burns. And I can build a complete lineup that I feel comfortable with against a pitcher coming off the IL. Sign me up. Like, I'm in. It's in City Field. Not the best field. I get it. But these prices are too cheap, Steve. Like, way too cheap, in my opinion. 
I also think Eloy is back for this game. Um, they said that he was available to pinch hit on Wednesday night. I think Eloy is back in the lineup. Um, and then Vaughn, he just fouled one like off his foot on Tuesday night. I think they just gave him the day Wednesday. So I'm hoping both of these righties are back in the lineup. I have a lot of interest in Robert, like you mentioned. Jake Berger, um, everyone knows that I'm a huge Jake Berger guy. You know, this dude has 21 home runs this year. Very quietly um, yeah. good hitter, good power. Yeah. Crushes yeah. left-handed pitching, too. Uh, so <laughs> a lot of interest in Berger, Robert, and really any righty that cracks the lineup here. Um, Mets, I, I mean, listen, I was shocked. I'm not going to lie to you, Will, that, like, the ownership the Mets were getting on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can fade them again today. No. Um I I'm faded not. them. Full fade for me. I, I didn't play any Mets um, against Toussaint. I just don't see how you fade them against Kopech. Yeah, I, I don't think you can, Steven. I mean, once again, because of the Mets' woes like long-term, they're not expensive. Nemo, 4,200. Fam, 3,200. Lindor, 4,700. I think Beatty will be in the lineup today. Uh, he's 2,600. McNeil, 3,300. Alonzo, 4,800. Stevie and Alvarez, 3,600. We're getting this team no one over 5K. Uh, do I think they probably should have been better this season so far? Absolutely. But this, this whole game, you know, might be the center of my attention for offense and some of my bigger spend-up lineups for pitching. Like, you're just getting so much value, I think, on both sides uh, of the plate for this game. I like I am in on some White Sox Mets opportunities. Nimo, Fam, Lindor, Alonzo, Alvarez, um, Vogelbach, Batty, like all these guys are playable for me. I don't know if I full stack them just because this game's in City Field. Um, definitely a, a potential secondary stack for me today. Yeah. Detroit at Kansas City, no total in this game. It sounds like Granky will get activated off the IL and pitch here for Kansas City. Um, that, everything I've read is he is he, he's supposed to pitch here. He came off of a successful bullpen. Uh, Lorenzen pitching for Detroit. Let's start with Lorenzen. He's fifty five hundred. He's looked great in his last couple starts. He gets a one of the best, if not the best, matchup in baseball. Kansas City is the worst offense in baseball this year. They strike out at a high clip. He's fifty five hundred. He's like three thousand dollars too cheap for this matchup. Yeah, I'm with you. I would have said at least two thousand, at least. Dude, he put up twenty five uh, or twenty eight last time at seven k, and they they dropped his price fifteen hundred against Kansas City. Yeah, I Lorenz is definitely on this uh, uh, a big time arm force on this slate because of the matchup. And Stevie, I think the cool thing about this is this. He's he's another one of the keys that will unlock you. Like I want to play a lot of San Diego today. Like Lorenzen is going to be a big part of that for me. Being able to play him with some of these 10, 9, and 10K guys like Snell and Lopez, who we will get to. And uh that that's how I'm gonna do it. And so I I think Lorenzen, even at his price, he's probably gonna be you know higher owned than probably Cobb. If, Probably Walker. He, he he might be. He's probably going to be the highest old cheaper guy because of the spot. But I don't think I can fade him. I th- I think it's too good to be true here with this with this particular price. Yeah, too cheap. He's just too cheap. Um, I, I think he'll be popular. Will just because I mean how cheap he is. But I mean you could definitely look for some lower owned stacks to potentially play with him. 
Uh, we're not playing Granky, right? Even against Detroit, I can't do it. No, not at all. <laughs> no, buddy, no chance. Um, let's talk Detroit bats. I mean, usually I'm not someone that's going to be excited about playing Detroit, but man, Zach Granky. So, uh, Torkelson, Kerry Carpenter, Riley Green would be my three favorite targets here. Um, maybe Javi Baez, but yeah, I mean, I have a lot of interest in like a mini stack for Detroit today. Yeah, for sure. Green, um, uh, like he's for sure on the list. Um, I'm with you on Torkelson. Uh, oh, Badu. Badu is like 22 or 20. He's 2,400. Yep. yep. I think it's, Badu's been batting what, around a five, six spot, I think it is. They it's move like, this lineup around so yeah. much. Yeah. But either way, he's still good. I mean, in fact, Steve, you know, you talked about in terms of stacks. I don't mind going four deep on Detroit today um, just because of the, the situation with Grinky. I, um, Lord, Aaron Rasmus, man, he's like Detroit. Oh, God. Well, I mean, they're facing Zach Grinke. I I, I want to attack this lineup. Um, I don't believe in Zach Grinke anymore, and so I'm I'm in. These prices are very cheap. Um, and if if I'm stacking this team, I'm probably going to get to a 10k, 9k pitcher, 10k, 8k pitcher, 9k, 8k somewhere up in there. I was reading the thing the other day. Um, Parker Meadows is crushing the ball in AAA right now. Why is Detroit leaving this guy down there? I don't right. know. I don't know. They got to let Miggy keep um, DHing. Ah. <laughs> Kansas City bats. Any interest in the Royals here? No. Can't do it. <laughs> Salvador Perez. Salvi that's is forty four hundred. I mean, that is that's a really fair price tag for a guy that can hit multiple home runs at catcher. Yep. That's all I got. That's all I got. Minnesota at Seattle is where we finish up today. Seven and a half total. Mariners a 140 favorite Lopez and Kirby. Um, what are your thoughts here on Pablo Lopez? Man, to me, Pablo's probably the top player of the slate, like in my opinion. I mean, Seattle, man, they just continue to strike out at such a high clip. Uh, you know, Pablo, even since coming back from the all-star break, Steve, he's looked good. Um, I mean, he was really dialed in before the break. And one of the things that, that Pablo has done, in my opinion, when he's got good matchups, he's taking advantage of it. And this is about as good as it's going to get. Uh, you know, he had seven strikeouts against Oakland, 12 against Kansas City, 10 against Detroit. Uh, against the Angels, he had nine. Against Kansas City before, he had seven. Against the White Sox, he had eight. Against the White Sox, again, he had 10. Against Miami, he's had eight. Against Kansas City before, he's had eight. Stevie, he takes advantage, and he's t- taking advantage of Pretty much everyone, but I'm saying in, in, in good spot, he hasn't let us down in the strikeout department. He's come through. I believe he's going to come through again against Seattle. This is a high upside spot. Give me Pablo all day, every day in this spot. Nico Horner, baby, just hit a grand slam. Now my Cubs team is looking really good. Okay. Um, I love Pablo Lopez today. Seattle's a beatable offense. Um, They're a team that you can go out, you can rack up strikeouts, I think he's a great pitcher today. Again, there's so many good pitchers today. Like ownership will definitely dictate what I do at pitcher today. And it doesn't every day, but it definitely will today. Cause I mean, like if there's going to be a guy 30% owned, you just play the next one. There's so many good pitchers today. Yeah. Um, Kirby Kirby on the other side of this game, like Luis Castillo has 10 strikeouts right now. Um, 
he's getting hit up a little bit. He's giving up some runs, but he has 10 strikeouts See, through five and, innings. And Castillo's made me mad because he, he came in today at eight, and I, t- I wanted less than that because he's pitched so bad. And to be honest, he hasn't pitched well tonight. He's just got strikeouts. He's got he's given up six hits, and he's walked two guys it through five innings, and he's at 95 pitches. Like, he has not pitched well, but – He's also he's just he just burned me. Anyway, that's my tilt for today, Steve. I'm not going <laughs> to tee off like you did yesterday, but I'm very frustrated because he really he was my last piece for like a lot of 10x opportunities, and so now I'm sitting here with like a handful of double ups rather than like. T- but profit is profit. Not going to complain. All that to say, Kirby at 8300. I'm in Stevie. Uh, he's not he's not as elite as some of these other arms that we've seen in terms of strikeouts. But Minnesota is going to provide the opportunity for it. I think Kirby's around 20% on the season. One of the things that Kirby isn't going to do, he's not going to walk guys. So he's going to pound the zone. Guys are going to swing. Some guys are going to miss. And uh, we've seen him have some okay performances. Like, you just got to attack it where it is. This is a good spot for him at 8,300 on the end. You want a good umpire for him. He has really good command. Really good control. He can hit corners. Um, he's a guy that is definitely able to beat this team. So, uh, yeah, interesting Corby, Cor- Kirby for sure. Uh, any interest in the Minnesota Bats here? Uh, nah. Like, I'm, I'm going to have a really tight pool of offense today, Stevie. Um, two of them coming from one game. I, I will one-off some Minnesota Bats. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to stack them. Maybe, like, I don't hate Gallo at 3K. Like, he's cheap enough. All we need is one big swing from him. Um, so, I, I don't hate him. I don't hate Correa. Um, I don't hate Julian, you know. But I'm not stacking. Just just one-off pockets, and that's it for me. And that's half the offenses, really. Like, the only offenses I really want to stack are the Mets, the White Sox. I am going to stack the Tigers the Padres, and Cincinnati. Like, those are my main stats. Everything else, I'm, I'm one off in their feet. Yeah, I mean, um, I Julian continues to crush the ball. Um, ton of interest in him. I talked yes. about Walner yesterday on the podcast. Um, nobody played him, by the way. He's very low-owned, um, which is fine. Luis Castillo, get it, tough matchup. But Walner, he was 1% owned. Um, he is, again, 2K. And he hit fifth. If they're going to continue to hit him fifth, I have a lot of interest in Walner here. Uh, like I said, in, in AAA, big power guy. Seattle side of this game, um, man, I don't want to necessarily pick on Lopez most of the time here. Um, I think if you're going to attack Pablo Lopez, you typically want to attack him with like, like really good left-handed power. So Kelnick... Maybe Mike Ford, home run strikeout upside type guy. Um, but I'm not going out of my way to to stack Seattle today. Yeah, same here. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they have the upside um, at all. I, I think Pablo should uh, handle this team. And so I'm, I'm going to be fading Seattle. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for this Thursday. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Ah, so many options, Stevie. Give me. I'm gonna go with Taiwan Walker. Okay. 
Um, I'll take Lorenzen. Thank you. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? A lot of good arms up here today. Yeah. Th- this is probably the hardest one um, because of the, the over 8K scenario. Give me give me Zach Gallon, but I don't feel great about it. I mean, that's who I was going to pick, too. Um I'm just going to I'm going to say Kirby just cuz he doesn't have like the strikeouts to like yeah. lean on like some of these other guys do. Over 4K to hit a home run today. Who's going yard? Uh fair amount of options. I'm going to stick with my boy. I like Juan Soto today. Give give me Soto at 5600. I'm going to go Austin Riley. He's scorching right now. Um his his exit velocity is insane right now. Give me Austin Riley. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Man, I, I talked about this team. It's one of my favorite teams of the day, and I think this guy's way too cheap. Give me Tim Anderson at 3,900. Like it. I'm going to go Kerry Carpenter against Zach Granke. Um, talented young hitter. See if it works out. Stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got? Uh, I think everybody knows that I like the White Sox. I'm going with the White Sox. Yeah, I like that. Quintana um, coming back from the I.L., I think it's the first time he's pitched all year. Yeah. In the bigs. Um, like that call. I am going to go Cincinnati Reds today. Uh, like the Reds. I think this is a really high upside spot against Cobb. Again, I talked about his home road splits um, when we were breaking it down. So see what happens. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, friends don't let friends take unders against the Minnesota Twins in the strikeout department. Yeah, <laughs> I feel so bad. It's just crushing but it is what it is oh yeah i mean it's baseball baseball the the variance in baseball um, <laughs> never ceases to amaze me um I, listen and i am someone that plays a lot of fantasy nascar and i know variance but yeah baseball variance is crazy um yeah so that's gonna wrap it up here for thursday we'll be back friday talking baseball thanks everyone for hanging out with us live we'll see you again tomorrow